you know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So we want you to feel at home with yourself, to have an understanding of what being human truly means, and to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. <laughs> so come on this journey and be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Welcome to Owning Your Feminine. <laughs> that sounded like a um, a gametron or something. That's not a word. What the fuck is a gametron? <laughs> like on the like the basketball um, announcers or like the football announcers are like, Welcome to the NFL. You called them a gametron. Okay. Like on the The announcers. They're just called announcers. <laughs> Just the announcers? You sound like a Game Tron. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. That's our intro right there. <laughs> I, I love those little tidbits, though, because it's like, oh, my God, they are ridiculous. It's really freaking weird. They're really freaking weird. But hello, everybody. Hello. We are on episode... Four. It's the final episode of the mm-hmm. feminine series, and let me just tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I love your laugh. Okay, guys, hold on. I want y'all to go back to some episodes and just listen to Krista's laugh because every time I'm editing, I like I'm doing this because I actually really love your laugh. Aww. I know Krista's like ew. <laughs> Like, no, her laugh is so contagious, and I actually really wanted to tell you that. Thank you. It's a really good laugh. <laughs> and so, anyways, you'll probably notice it throughout this episode. Don't be self-conscious about it now. Now I'm going to be like, huh. <laughs> I feel like I have several different laughs. I have, like, my wheeze. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I love that I have, like, my fake laugh. Like, the one that, like, I want to laugh, but it's not actually making me laugh. <laughs> And then I have like two, I feel like I have like two more and I just can't really name them right now though, but. Right. Yeah. The awkward laugh yeah. to where you feel like, like, the awkward silence like, with laughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, mm-hmm, I think you're a dumbass laugh. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because that's so true. sweating oh my god i do that too (laughs) honestly that might be the realest thing we've ever said (laughs) all the other shit was fake (laughs) what oh my god God. okay anyway (laughs) going back to what i just said previously um this feminine series has been really good. We mm. had Tiffany Bloom on. Mm. We talked about all things Eve. Yeah. We talked about how being, you know, keeping women silent. Um, and then, you know, our body and owning your body. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think all those first three episodes has a lot to do with owning your femininity. Yeah, everything and, has led up to this episode right here. Exactly. And I think it's very... I've I've really enjoyed doing this series. Yeah. And it's been so much fun and you know, Tiffany was amazing to have her on as a guest. I was we were like honestly so honored. <laughs> and honestly, guys, um I don't know if I should say this, but just a little behind the scenes, I was literally throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You had food poisoning. I had food poisoning. And I was throwing up an hour, even 30 minutes before we hopped on that yeah. call with Tiffany. Um, oh, my gosh. Now people are going to, like, like go listen back to see, okay, is Alexis, you know, is she off? No, Do we know? you did so good. I was oh my impressed. God. I was really trying to keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a really good series, and... I hope y'all have been blessed, but also maybe y'all have been challenged. Yeah. Or maybe triggered. <laughs> yeah. That could happen too. <laughs> but that's the thing though, is we are, what we're trying to do is we're talking about things, again, like we've said several times, that other people are uncomfortable talking about, or it's kind of like frowned upon to talk about, or it's not going against, or sorry, it's going against the quote unquote norm. And it's having those conversations and opening up and be like, what about this thought? Mm -hmm. What about this? 
you know, and just sharing like our true thoughts, not what we've learned to think or learned to believe. And so this feminine series has really challenged us in that way. And been we've been trying to challenge other people in that way to really basically think for themselves. Yeah. Well, and honestly, like going back to what you just said, like revealing those thoughts or yeah. like really being self-aware of that. It's like the mission in that alone is to like, hey, you don't need to hide your feelings. Mm-hmm. You actually don't need to hide whatever um, unhealthy thought or whatever unhealthy action you're doing. It can actually be revealed and you can feel safe and you don't have to feel judged. Yeah. You don't have to feel ashamed. You can actually own it. And when we own it and when we actually speak on it and be honest about where we're at and how we're feeling and what we're thinking, freedom can come in. Exactly. Hey, actually truth can come in. And so I think that's why it's so important to do that. Um, And that's why we challenge everybody to do that because I literally have to do that every single day. I still, guys, get challenged. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in my honesty, in my honor, in my integrity yeah. as a woman, like I still have to, like God still challenges me all the time to be honest and it's scary. Yeah. It's so scary being honest, but it's so fulfilling Mm -hmm. and very healing to do it. So that's basically what we're going to be talking about mostly in here and maybe touching more on some of the episodes that we've already released in this series, but, um, it's owning yourself. It's owning your body as a woman. It's owning your voice as a woman. It's owning your femininity. So, Mm -hmm. um, I know you looked this up, Krista. Um, what is, uh, what does femininity mean? Okay. So if you look just at like dictionary.com, okay. The basic um, definition for being feminine or femininity is just pertaining to be a woman or a girl. So it's simply just your anatomy. Okay. Um, now there is a different, there's a different, um, definition on another website that says femininity is a set of attributes, behaviors, and roles generally associated with women and girls. Femininity can be understood as socially constructed, and there's also some evidence that some behaviors considered feminine are influenced by both cultural factors and biological factors. And so the reason why I, like when I shared this with Alexis earlier, I kind of started laughing when I saw that because I was just thinking about, okay, when we're thinking about, okay, femininity is kind of socially constructed and it's based on like you know maybe cultures have influenced it just things like that when we go back to like talking about our bodies think about how cultures and how society has um morphed our view of our bodies think Mm -hmm. about how culture or societies or religions have morphed our view of eve how have cultures and societies morphed our view of how women should be treated and how they have been treated in the past and so I, I giggle at that only because I'm like, we have set these almost like rules of what it should be like to be feminine, what it should be like to be a woman. And so if you don't fall under those set of socially constructed rules, it makes it really freaking confusing and yeah. it makes you not feel good enough as a woman at least that's how sometimes I have felt before and who's making those rules exactly I don't know social or man man exactly humans exactly humans are and so that's why I'm not saying man as in like actual men men. I'm saying like mankind yes (laughs) don't want to get that twisted okay (laughs) but that's why like that shit can get confusing because it's like I mean I'll just share my part like a lot of people, whenever you think of femininity, you think of, like, kind of being like a girly girl or, you know, being the one to do the dishes or, you know, doing the stuff around the house. You know, all these very, like, socially constructed things that somebody at some point said, hey, no, this is what you should be doing. Um, and so if you don't have or you should be, like, nurturing, super nurturing. So what happens to those women who don't feel like they're very good nurturers? What happens to those women's that, women's <laughs> that don't feel like 
their super girly girls? What happens to those women that don't feel like they're good at, um, you know, house cleaning? They don't like to do stuff around the house. They want to be leaders. They want to go do other things. But that's not what cultural has said that that's what women are. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And also it's like you're living, you're basing your femininity off of somebody else's standard. Yeah. Of who you are when they don't even know you. Exactly. Whenever, but really the real definition of being a feminine is simply just being a woman. And that has to do with body parts. So it's like all the other stuff. Is uniquely how God created you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to check those boxes and be like, okay, yes, now I'm a woman. My body looks like this, so now I really truly am a woman. Oh, I've I've done all these things that I'm supposed to do, like clean the house and and you know be there for my man and get married, and so now I'm a woman. It's like no, you you were a woman from birth mm-hmm. because like that's how you were born, and however you act after that, that's how you are supposed to be. The things that you've changed in order to fit those cultural cultural standards, like that's not actually you. That's so good. That's just <laughs> I mean. Think of I can think of a million things that I've changed myself mm-hmm. to try to be to f- try to fit the standard of being culturally accepted as a woman, and I feel like that's the hard part of being a woman. And I know that every single person has their struggles based on you know their sex, based on you know their race, based on a bunch of different things in their lives, and so it's it's tr- it's like walking a fine line on okay, how can I still be uniquely myself? And I don't even want to say culturally accepted. I don't like that. Never mind. But why are you <laughs> trying to be your unique self and try to gain acceptance from people at the same time? Here's why. Because I feel like there's a fine line and I feel like I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Right. Yeah. We were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm saying. And in, in, in order to give you maybe like a clear picture, what I'm saying, and, and I'll just talk about body stuff because that's what we were just talking about and that's what's on my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So go for it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it, honestly. <laughs> well, so there's a very fine line um, for women and accepting their bodies because a lot of women, they have a lot of insecurities around bodies, like we just talked about in the last episode, not feeling good enough, feeling ashamed. And so a lot of times like we cover up, we don't want to do, we don't do things that we want to do because we're so ashamed and insecure. Um, but you know, then people are like, well, you should, you need to own your body, love your body. And so you're like, yeah, okay. I need to own my body and you love my body for what it is. And so then you own your body, you love your body. Um, you don't, uh, neglect yourself and not let you do things because, you know, wearing a swimsuit is uncomfortable. You actually go and do those things. But then when you go and do those things, people are like, oh, well, why are you showing your body? Why are you doing that? That's not how you're supposed to be. And so that's what I mean. Or they weaponize scripture against you. Yeah. And so that's what I mean. It's like, I'm damned (laughs) if I own it and I'm damned if I hide it. Like there's a very, there must be like a very tiny line in the middle where I can do both. That's like the size of a fucking like toothpick. Yeah. Or at least that's the way it feels. Yeah, of course. So I actually do want to, um, be a little transparent on this of what me and Krista are actually talking about is like, so we post weekly on our Instagram content, um, pertaining to the episodes weekly. Yeah. And it gives more of people a reminder or encouragement every day or throughout their week after listening to the episode and be like, okay, how can I implement this to my life this week? Yeah. Or from now on, like, how can I implement this and still be encouraged by it and be reminded like, oh, you can do this. Right. And so and that is our heart for it. And, um, in the last episode, we, you know, it was about body and for two women, especially on this, <laughs> you and me, Krista, yeah. it took us a long freaking time to love our body. Yeah. To love this skin that we were in. Mm-hmm. To not feel at home with yourself is so sad. Yeah. How sad is it to not feel at home in your own skin? And a lot of people feel this way. Even, dare I say, transgenders. Okay? Yeah. Like, I feel for them. They don't feel at home. Yeah. And, and so... We did post a bathing suit picture, and I have a lot of love 
for each woman <laughs> in that photo. Yeah. And um, some of them, actually all of them, Jen's basically has always loved her body. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but for me, for Krista and the, a couple of the other girls, like, it, it was a challenge for them to do that. Yeah. But they did it because they felt inspired by our words. Mm-hmm. They felt inspired and they challenged themselves to love their body. And I'm honestly so proud of them. Yeah. And that day when we were doing that photo shoot, like, I just loved my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so confident. I don't know about you, but I just felt good. Yeah. And it felt good to feel good in my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, we did get a little backlash, and that's fine. We welcome everybody's opinion. Um, we did get a little backlash on that photo. Um <laughs> And that's the thing that I love about um, me and Krista is that we are so rooted in our identity mm-hmm. that we don't get offended too much. Yeah. You know? And so, like, yes, when somebody, you know, kind of comes at us um, and uses scripture against us, not in the right context, but, you know, I get totally get what they're trying to say. Um, but when they come at us, I notice that I can... I'm self-aware enough to know that this person's being triggered and this person was taught to say something like this. Yeah. But I do want to say, like, you're choosing to speak on something that you have, that you really don't have any knowledge of. Yeah. And some woman that you're speaking about, and now this is going to be general. I'm not going to speak about the woman um, in that picture because that's their own story. But when you're judging somebody for posting something, or for putting something out there. Or you're judging a woman for posting a picture of their bathing suit or somewhere else or having a sexy pose. You think automatically, and women are doing this to other women, you think automatically, oh, they're doing that to get attention from guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're doing that. They are a slut for posing like that. Mm-hmm. They're actually not. And why does oh why does everyone have to think a woman posting something, it's just her getting attention from guys? Yeah. Now, is that the truth for some women? Probably. Yeah. And there's a healthier way to get validation, not only from a man. You need validation from yourself, and that's a whole other subject. Mm-hmm. But not every woman is just posting something just to get attention. She probably actually posted it because she loved herself in that picture. She felt confident. She felt good for the first time probably that day mm-hmm. or that week. And she was like, I'm going to post this. I feel really bold in posting this, and I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And I was – and. A lot of us girls were proud of ourselves, and you don't know what it took for somebody to do that. Yeah. You don't know what it took for someone to take that picture, mm-hmm. and you don't know the war that they've been in with their body or if they've been hurting their body, and now they finally have overcome it, and they want to represent that for themselves by posting a picture yeah. in a one-piece bathing suit yeah. or a two-piece bathing suit, right. and I feel like whoever's done that and has been through that and you were judged for it i'm fucking proud of you yeah like good for you i mean and like what alexis is talking about like this is exactly what i mean by walking that fine line it's like the damned if you do damned if you don't like no matter what it feels like as a woman no matter what i do i'm going to be judged either way Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that sucks is it's like, I feel like I can't, I can't, I'm in this kind of like matrix where I can't do anything without somebody having some sort of criticism. Because if I do something that I finally feel, okay, I'm confident, you know, I'm going to show people, okay, you can, you know, put on this one piece bathing suit, you can show that you love your body. And then you're, and then, you know, somebody's going to come at you and say, well, that's not really Christian like, or, you know, we're supposed to be set apart and you're, you're doing these worldly perspectives. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not like, I don't know me. I'm simply just trying to say that it is okay to love your body. It is okay to feel good in your body. It is okay to not be as scared to wear a bathing suit out in public because I guarantee you're not wearing a t-shirt and shorts when you're at the beach or when you're at the pool. And so it is showing people that you can own your body and love your body and still be respectful and respect your body. Exactly. And listen, if somebody is triggered by that, or if somebody is thinking thoughts as they're looking at you, Mm -hmm. 
that has nothing to do with you. That is all on them. Yeah. That is their responsibility to get a hold and self-aware of their trigger or of their sin or whatever. Lustful thoughts they're thinking if we want to get biblical. Yeah. Um, but that's on them. And also, like, I'm not going to be a landing strip for your shame mm-hmm. and your own triggers. Yeah. That's not going to land here. Yeah. Like, I am confident. I know the intention of my heart. Mm-hmm. God knows the intention of my heart and I respect myself enough and I have I know my identity I don't need you to tell me who I am yeah or why I'm doing this exactly and so I want to encourage you like if you have been judged or or if you are doing that to people because I feel like we've all been in both situations yeah because I've judged girls for that too like when I was younger I was very freaking judgmental guys like which, honestly, I am very sorry for the people in high school that I judged, okay? I was young. I was, you know, I'm sorry. Okay. I was blinded. <laughs> I was blind, honestly. <clears throat> and I wanted to be a Christian who knew everything. And mm-hmm. th- let me tell you something. There's no Christian who knows everything. Yeah. Not even the pastor on the platform. Yeah. He doesn't know everything. So, anyways, um, I do, I do want to say, like, ask yourself those questions. There's no shame in it. Okay, I'm, I'm not shaming anybody, um, but just ask yourself those questions like, okay, why am I doing this? What is this triggering in me? Why do I feel like I need to say something? And how do I want to say that? Mm-hmm. How would it come off? Because we, we're talking about femininity here and women need to feel supported by women. Yeah. We need to feel supported by our sisters. Yeah. Like that needs to be healed. And this whole thing about like... Girls calling each other bitches and sluts, like, in a very degrading, degrading way. We already get enough of that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do it to each other, okay? Yeah. It's very destructive, and the ignorance in that is very destructive. And we actually don't need to weaponize scriptures to validate our feelings. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of Christians do that, too. And I just wanted to put in that a whole snippet, too, like... We don't need to do that to each other. And you actually don't need to do that to feel validated in your beliefs. Me and Krista are always like, hey, I don't need you to agree with me for me to believe in what I believe in. Yeah. You don't, you actually don't need to agree with me and I'm still going to believe it. Exactly. You know, until God, like, until I'm convicted or I have a conversation with God about it, then that's between me and God. But other than that, like, you don't need to agree with us. So it's just like... Women supporting women, and I do want to bring up femininity because, or feminism, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because we live in a culture nowadays, especially in Hollywood, where feminism is used to degrade men Mm -hmm. or demasculate men. And that's not what we were doing. Not on this podcast. We are the real meaning of humanity. This is for both men and women. I've said this so many freaking times. Yeah. And I do see the unhealthy ways femininity has been used. Right. But I also understand why women are doing that because there have been so many men in power that are abusive Mm -hmm. and have been narcissistic and degraded women in that. So all people know how to do when they feel powerless is for me to feel powerful again is to degrade somebody else. Right. And to continue that cycle. Mm -hmm. I do not agree with that cycle, but guess what? I understand it. Yeah. I have a lot of compassion towards it, but yes, it does need to be broken. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm talking about, I'm talking about femininity here in this episode and feminism to where we support each other, Mm -hmm. that we can actually feel powerful and still support others at the same time and not let it take away from our identity. Right. Like I can still support a man and uplift him. His healthy masculinity or if he has toxic masculinity, it's not going to take away from my identity. Exactly. And that's femininity. It's like not letting those people have power over my character and over my womanhood. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And But yes, I totally agree. Feminism used nowadays is to degrade other people. Yeah. I don't agree with that. But owning your femininity is of women are naturally compassionate. We are naturally understanding. Mm -hmm. 
we're actually naturally intuitive and very in touch with our emotions. And I think that has a lot to do with femininity as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, if we go back to what I was talking about earlier about, like, the socially constructed part of femininity, those are those things that, you know, man has made up. Now, I do think that there are things that you just mentioned that are too our core mm-hmm. of what we are like and what we were made for. Um, but unfortunately there are things that happen in life that maybe like might, you know, repress some of those things that we were naturally made for. And so then that could get confusing too. But, um, owning your femininity, y'all, this is basically just a conversation of talking about everything that kind of women, not everything. Cause we could have a podcast go on about femininity forever, Yeah, but but talking about what women go through, the struggles that they go through, the things that we have endured, the things that we have faced. And like I mentioned in another podcast, it's just like if we talk about like our feminism, mm-hmm. it is basically just making sure that we are equals. That's it. And I would even say that when we talk about masculinity, it's just making sure that we are equals. Like mm-hmm. that is it is just making it to where we are on the same level. There's not somebody who's above the other we are supposed to work together we were made to work together not for one person to be above somebody else yes exactly and then also like going back to eve like what's so what like what is so beautiful about her story and so beautiful about her is like she owned her story she was honest about it and she was the co-writer in her redemption mm-hmm. with Jesus. And Jesus never stopped giving up on her. Yeah. And we can talk about the woman at the well. We can talk about the adulter- adulteress. Um, like how Jesus literally like came down and like denounced all those narratives over them. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't ostracized anymore. He didn't want to ostracize women. He he gave women a voice. He gave women space. He protected women. He protected women's bodies. Like we talked about this in the um, second episode. Like Jesus was for women. And yeah. God, like he looked at all creation, everything that was created, Adam, the animals, the land. And he saw, oh, wow, something's missing. Yeah. There's still something needed. Yeah. This earth, this creation still needs something. And then he created Eve. Mm -hmm. So creation was not yet finished until Eve was created. Yeah. She is the crown of creation. Yeah. So women hold the crown of creation. We are the crown of creation. Creation was not yet finished until we were created. Yeah. Like we are essential. Like what you said, we Mm -hmm. are essential to mankind. Yeah. But on top of that, it's not saying that, you know, that men weren't good enough by themselves. It was because that's not what we're saying. Women would not be good enough by themselves either. Exactly. If it was, if it was switched and a woman was first, God would have been like, this isn't complete yet. Yes. Like men need to be here. It is showing you that we have to work together for this shit to work. Yes. (laughs) But another thing that came to my mind while you were just talking was that as a woman, and I mean as a man too, but as a woman, you are going to have all these narratives that are kind of written for you um, from culture. And I feel like owning your femininity is denouncing all of those narratives Mm -hmm. and sticking to your unique narrative that you are co-writing with God. With God, yeah. That is what owning your femininity is, is is taking all these things that society and culture is putting on you and completely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, shutting them out and being like, no, I'm not listening to you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to my unique self, what I am created yes, for, because yes. I am so in tuned with myself and I know myself and I have that self-awareness mm-hmm. that I and connected can. to my body enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That I can actually go on that journey and I can write my own narrative. Now that's the tricky part. Cause I feel like if we're not connected, we're not self-aware, we don't know those things, then it's going to be really hard to stay on that path that you're supposed to be on. You know what I mean? So all the women out there who are listening to this, like, please, 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 please put yourself first. Get to know yourself first so that you can understand your unique path that you are supposed to be on. Because 
that is the way that you are going to own your femininity and not be drowned it like drown out by whatever society has told us that we should be what we should be. Yes. And I, I also do want to bring up, um, feminine energy, um, and masculine energy. Like I saw this, um, TikTok. It was actually on YouTube, but I don't have TikTok, but it was on YouTube. <laughs> um, and there, there was this man, um, who had a little, you know, femininity to him, a little yeah. femininity spice. And um, he was talking about feminine energy and masculine energy. And he was basically like, it's human energy. It is. Like saying that like feminine energy is emotional and, you know. They are things that girl. are associated with women. Yeah. And I'm like, and he was like, well, guys are can be emotional too. Would mm-hmm. that make them feminine? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like feminine energy masculine energy because women have quote-unquote masculine energy too when we get into our protector mode Mm -hmm. or if we get into our assertive mode or like bear mama bear (laughs) um but also like motivated like okay i'm gonna put in this work yeah i'm gonna put into work in my job i'm gonna grind and at the gym or like just whatever like i'm motivated i can do anything right now yeah like that was hold to a standard of masculine energy but it's just human energy. Yeah. Like any human needs to own their emotions. Yeah. Any human needs to own their body. Any human needs to own their voice. Mm-hmm. Any human like needs to be motivated, needs to be, you know, like I'm going to put in this work now. Like yeah. it's time to grind. It's time to get up. Let's go. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it's like I don't even want to say like. Woman, it's about owning your emotions, which it totally is. Please own your emotions. Like, I think that's such a gift. But, like, we can all do that. Mm-hmm. Like, stop separating energies when, like, because that makes it also feel like, oh, if I'm, like, working hard, that means I'm acting like a man. Yeah. Like, no, I'm working hard because I'm a, a human. boss-ass I'm boss ass, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say the other word, but like, I'm just a boss, Yeah, you know? And, and so as a woman and that's okay. And like when a man gets emotional or is in touch with his feelings, I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Like that's not feminine energy. That's like, that's so good for your heart. Exactly. Like I'm so proud of you. And so it's, it's just more like that. Yeah. But I feel like culturally, like and I won't even say women, honestly, I feel like this is for more for men, but like you get shamed if you are not sticking to the cultural standard of no, if you're, if you're a female, you need to have these feminine standards. And if you are a male, you need to have these, um, masculine, I won't say standards, I'll say energies. Mm-hmm. You have to stick to those. And if those males dare go over to that feminine side, oh, you know how many words are said to males, mm-hmm. you know, mainly from other males yeah. or even sometimes from other women too, like that will just immediately degrade them and then make them like run back and be like, I never want to go to that side again. Yeah. And that's why we have issues with men sharing feelings is because mm-hmm. you get called all sorts of names and get, you know, beaten down for even showing an ounce of femininity. And some women are the same way. Some women, if they show an ounce of masculinity, Mm -hmm. they get beaten down. And you're like, I'm not, there's not a boundary that's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you can't cross this, even though socially we have put a boundary there. Mm -hmm. It's, these are all human qualities that every single one of us are supposed to feel. And we have separated that for whatever the fuck reason. I really wish yeah. I knew who the mm-hmm. fuck decided. <laughs> right. That these were only allowed for women and these were only allowed for men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even whenever, I mean, because if you, we can break that in an instant. Like, you know, wearing makeup, you know, high heels, all that stuff is considered now like a feminine thing to do. But way in the past, I can't remember who it was, but like, I don't want to say Pharisees, um, pharaohs, I don't know. They, not them. I I might yeah. be wrong. Some back a lot of people day. back in the day, men would wear, wear makeup, makeup and heels. It was first for men. It was for, yes. It was like literally go do your research. They you yeah. they literally used to do that. And then now, oh my god, now whenever a male does that, like they are called and degraded so like so badly now. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like okay, well, why was that okay back then and now it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. I know we're getting a little bit into men, which we're going to have a masculine series, but, um, yeah. Uh, 
that is true and that is valid and that's the reality of the situation if we actually get down to it. But going back to, you know, femininity, I do just want to say, like, I think femininity looks different for everybody. Absolutely. And I want to give you permission to figure that out. Yeah. And to actually go on a journey to figure out what that looks like for you. Maybe you ask God and you say, like, God, what is what is femininity? Like I'm asking you the creator. Yeah. So what does that look like for me? Yeah. In my journey, how can I represent femininity? I know for me, like, (laughs) I was about to ask you. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I know for me, it's like personally to my heart, it looks like trusting my intuition Mm -hmm. and owning what I feel yeah. And being honest about it, no matter how hard it is, it's owning my emotions because that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like God actually loves when I put dialogue to what I'm feeling. We literally talked about this. Yeah. And like, it's so healing when you put dialogue to what you're feeling because it gives you more of a, it lets you get connected. It lets your mind get connected more to your heart. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes if we're so far gone, our mind and our heart and our body can be so discombobulated. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll they be separated when they're supposed mm-hmm. to work together. Yeah, we're, we're, that all is supposed to work together. So it's about like my mind, my body, my heart working together as one. And me being connected to the core of my identity. And me being compassionate. Mm-hmm. Me being um, kind and understanding and... It's like a safety bubble for me, my femininity. Like femininity is a safety bubble. I want to create this safe bubble for people to feel loved and safe and feel heard. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like to me. And also like it also does look like I'm going to put in work. Yeah. Like I'm going to grind. I'm going to get up. I'm going to, you know, do do what is needed to get me to my future. Right. Or, you know, if it looks like, okay, I need to do work. Like, I really need to focus on this. Let's do it. Let's focus. Or it looks like, it just looks like a lot of things for myself personally to my heart and what's healing and what can still make me feel like I have a purpose. Yeah. That's good. Oof. I feel like, (laughs) I mean, and this is a very honest podcast, like, honestly, like Alexis and I were talking about like, okay, well, what even is femininity? Um, and well, because nobody ever teaches you what it is. Exactly. And, Mm -hmm. and I honestly struggle with that so much. And because when I think when I'm asking myself, okay, well, what is femininity to you? Honestly, there's just like question marks. Mm -hmm. Um, and and, that's okay. And I think it's because I'm like, "Eh, human, um, I don't know. (laughs) Honestly. Okay. Because, like, there's just a, okay, I'm just going to give, like, a little backstory, and Alexis, you already know the story, but um, I remember when I was a little kid, um, you know, like, I'd go do things with my grandparents all the time, like, they would go take me skiing, they'd go, you know, take me shopping, whatever, okay, um, and I I remember as I got, got older later on in life, my uh, dad told me that... Uh, Cause okay, so sorry. Basically, my brother and I would always go seeing, skiing with my grandparents, and then kind of when my brother stopped going, um, I stopped going. Um, and it wasn't really because I wanted to stop going; it was because they kind of stopped asking me to go. Um, because there was one time where I went without my brother, and they basically like ignored me the whole trip, and I didn't understand why when I was a little kid. And when I grew older, um. I was telling my parents about that encounter that I had whenever, you know, Shelby stopped going on these trips with me. And I was like, it was so awkward. Like we literally did nothing. Like I slept in the living room while they were in the room. And I was like playing my music, wishing I'd be home because like, i just felt like I was just there just filling up space, you know, like we didn't actually have like a connection or do anything. And later on in, in life, my dad explained to me, my dad was like, well, you know, Chris, they didn't know what to do with you because you were a girl. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, what do you, like, what do you mean? Because I was a girl, you didn't know what to do with me. Like, I'm just a human being. Like, 
just do what you do with other human beings. Yeah. So like that idea of like what is femininity to you, like that still is like a weird question for me because when I think about the femininity that cultural like cult cultural oh my god cult <laughs> you're okay you're okay keep going cultures have put on us as this is what femininity is like I'm like okay like yes but it is just like that I'm a female that I have certain body parts you know what I mean like because I guess especially because I grew up with boys too so I was definitely like that tomboy type of person so I don't resonate with a lot of those uh standards of femininity like I was never super feminine I my mom was never super feminine like Mm -hmm. that just wasn't a thing so the idea of like femininity is weird to me okay can I say something yeah do I have permission? Absolutely. Okay. Because <laughs> me and Krista are very honest with each other. So um, get your friend that's honest. Okay. Yes. But I do want to say it makes sense why you'd have a bunch of question marks to uh-huh. femininity is because, no, tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Is <laughs> because, like, you as a little girl who didn't have the full knowledge of, like, oh, well, I'm just a little girl who just, you can love me as a little girl. Like, just love me as a little girl. Yeah. Because I'm a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. And your own grandparents who were supposed to accept you uh-huh. and love you uh-huh. and understand that and nurture you uh-huh. didn't. Yeah. And what was communicated to you as a little girl, when your brain wasn't fully formulated to make sense of what your parents are actually saying, so you came up with it all as your on your own, yeah, and you made sense with it, you made sense of it to the best you can, and that solution was like, so I'm not loved because I'm a girl, mm-hmm. by yeah. my own family, yeah, like I can't be treated. The same, the same way because or, of, I'm a girl. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to feel that love from you because I'm a girl and you don't know what to do with that. When in my head, I'm like, what do you, like, it just didn't make sense. I'm like, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense because I'm, I'm a human being. I like the same thing Shelby likes. Like I do the same mm-hmm. things with him all the mm-hmm. time. So that doesn't make sense. But yeah, no, that's definitely it. Like, cause I feel like that was formed in me very young mm-hmm. and so that's why still as a like still that's hard for me to come to terms with because I'm like I really just don't know because well that's because it was a struggle and I mean it, it's sad for your little girl to feel like that so maybe like g- going on that journey for yourself I mean w- we don't just talk the talk on here like we actually the things we tell y'all to do we've either done or we're doing it we're right doing now it. yeah <laughs> and so like maybe like that's a great example for for you and it can inspire others who are listening that like wow like Krista struggles with this still yeah but she sounds amazing because people everyone comes to me and say that they love you to be (laughs) honest but anyways but uh they don't have to feel so alone in that yeah because like that's the thing like we are not perfect Mm -hmm. we have a podcast we have a platform you know we might sound very evolved, but we don't know shit still. Like we really don't know. Like I'm comfortable with saying, I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, and I love how you were transparent on that. Like, I don't know. I really don't know right now. And maybe you can go on that journey of figuring it out. Exactly. Well, but also to go with that too, though, it's like, I feel like for a long time, I felt like shit for not knowing kind of, you know, being a female and not knowing like how I should, I don't, I don't even want to say should be. I don't like the reason why I say yeah, shoulds and shouldn'ts are very harsh dialogue. I don't recommend that. Exactly. So, but I feel like it's, it's more so that I'm not living up to the standard. And so I was shaming myself for that. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And I even have like a friend who's a mom and is like, like she shames herself for not living up to the standard of what a mom should be like, like doing mom guilt is so real. Yes. Mm -hmm. But that's my thing is, is we don't have to shame ourselves because at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're just comparing ourselves to other people and what they're doing with with their unique femininity, their unique story, motherhood, their unique story. Yes. Mm -hmm. All these things. So I feel like really at the end of the day, it's, it's comes down to comparison too, because like 
where I'm at and what I'm doing with mm-hmm. myself as a female, I feel like that's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And well, that's why this title is not owning our femininity. It's called owning your femininity. Yeah, it's so unique. what does your femininity look like? What does your identity look like as a woman? Mm-hmm. What does it look like to own your story? Yeah. What does it look like to own your body? What does it look like to use your voice? Because yeah. it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's basically just figuring out how to navigate this world as a woman and the mm-hmm. challenges that come with it. Yeah. Oh, that's honestly put together so beautifully. So beautiful. (laughs) That's it. We can end it now. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) But no, I mean, that really is what this whole episode and last few episodes have been about and leading up to this was just, okay, like I know that I'm a female. I know that I have certain attributes, but how can I own it in this world that has kind of twisted and turned things and made thing made me feel like I can't be and do what I was made to be and do. You know what I mean? And that's why you, you get back to the core mm-hmm. of why women were created. You be, you get back to the core of Eve's heart because that is a reflection of us because Eve, <laughs> duh. And um, <laughs> have that encounter with God mm-hmm. over like what is your identity? What is your femininity? And encounters are so, so important. I really do feel like we need to have an episode explaining actual encounters because we've talked about it a lot. So we'll do that, actually. Yeah. Just not right now. Um, But it is so important to have an actual encounter and experience with God all on your own. And it can happen. Yeah. It it actually is doable, you know. Um, you don't have to just have an encounter with a pastor there holding your hand or a counselor holding you. No, you can actually do it on your own, one-on-one. Um, so... It's really important um, to do that instead of believing what was taught to you. Um, but I think that's my little snippet and little nugget, so you can take that and eat it all up. <laughs> <laughs> bon appetit. Bon appetit, hope you like it. I hope you like it. <laughs> and, but I think we're going to you know, come to an end in this uh, episode. Uh, I'm going to say a prayer um, of encouragement. Do you have anything else to say, Crystal? No. I think you're good. Go ahead. Okay, girl, put your hand on your heart (laughs) and get connected to your body and mind and soul. Okay, okay, I'm going to stop talking like that. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Okay, I want you to just breathe. I want you to actually feel the breath moving through your lungs, moving through your body. Like, that's purpose right there. That is being connected. I pray over you right now that if there has been any um, narrative in your head of what a woman should look like, if there has been any narrative in your head of what a woman should act like and should be walking around, I just want to break that. And I want to bring you back to the beginning. I want to bring you back to the start to that little girl who just wanted to be loved, who just wanted to be nurtured, who wanted to feel um, freedom and wanted permission to feel all of her emotions without being judged or put down or saying like, oh, you're overreacting. Stop. Oh my God, you're so drama. You're so dramatic. That's not true. I want to give you permission to own your emotions right now. I want to give you permission that when you look into the mirror, you can love those sex sexy curves girl you can love those little boobies like you can love all of it you can love that juicy butt or little butt like you can love it and you can take a picture and look at your body and still love it and if you've been at war with your body and you've abused your body and you cut yourself I want you to know that you are so loved you know, as you're doing that, and if you've done that, I want you to know that you are loved right now and that you are worthy. And I'm so, so sorry that you felt like you needed to live up to a standard or hurt yourself to feel accepted or to feel like you needed to control the pain inside of you to hurt yourself. I want to break that narrative too, and I want you to know that you are so, so loved exactly the way you are right now 
And I want to give any women who have felt like their voice has been made to be silent (laughs) or made to feel like they couldn't speak up, I want to give you permission that you can use your voice. And you have permission to go on a journey of what that looks like for your life. And it it takes to just start like vocalizing whatever you feel. It starts there. So much of femininity is owning your body. Owning your intuition and um, trusting that gut feeling. So much of it is being connected within yourself and using your voice and um, owning your story as a woman and not being ashamed from where you came from. It's accepting it and honoring yourself. And I want to give you permission and freedom to go on that journey with God and to actually have that encounter. We love you and you got this. We God actually believes in you and you have a purpose and you're going to do great things. You're going to do great things and yeah, you got it. You got it. Own mm-hmm. your unique self. Own your unique self. Own your femininity. Do not be afraid to be 100% you. You. Okay, sis. <laughs> Yes, yes, okay. Okay, you girl talk. <laughs> girl preach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so that would be y'all's homework and challenging yourself. If you take it, yeah. you take it. If you don't, that's on you. Hopefully, maybe try listening to it later. <laughs> exactly, yes. Okay, well, right. this series has been amazing. So much fun. And we're so excited for more and what's to come because mm. men, our fellow men. Yeah, our fellow men. <laughs> we have not forgotten about you. We are going to do the Masculine Series mm-hmm. in summer of 2022. We don't know the exact date yet. <laughs> but definitely later in the summer because don't put your expectations that high. Yeah, because obviously we are not men. So we have a lot of um, research and understanding. And we want to make this um, series as perfect and as respectable and honoring as we can because yeah. we do care about you men and um, yeah we we want to do it right yeah. we really do want to do it right and so and honestly it there's a lot that goes into a series <laughs> I didn't realize and so yeah. um, we're going to need some time <laughs> to yeah. plan it so it will probably come later in the summer of 2022 so be on the lookout of yes. that and we're also just going to have more people coming on here and sharing their stories because yeah. we talk a lot about like um, owning your story and you know not being ashamed of it and giving room for people to you know vocalize to, and speak yeah but then also giving room for listeners and even us to have compassion and understanding for somebody else's story. Exactly. And empathy and, and understanding why people are the way that mm-hmm. they are. So we are going to ha- start having more guests yeah. on this podcast, which Absolutely. I'm very excited for. Okay, well, <laughs> we love y'all. We love you. And um, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>